0: This is Earth Files, the award-winning news site with the latest updates in science, environment, and real X-Files. Podcasting in-depth reports beyond the 6 o'clock news by Emmy Award-winning journalist Linda moulton Howe.
1: Hi, everyone. It's great to be back with you live in this revolutionary time on Earth. When one of the headlines we're waiting for is humans are not alone in this universe. A few weeks ago on Wednesday, July twentieth, Tennessee Congressional Representative Tim Burchett opened a House subcommittee hearing on UFOs saying, quote, We're done with the cover-ups, close quote. But that was a week before the official televised July twenty-sixth, twenty twenty three. House hearing on UFO UAPs that provoked House lawmakers to call for subpoena power in UFO inquiries because they were frustrated in the televised hearing on July 26th. That televised hearing was frustrating because the star witness in the middle of this photograph could not say much about UFO UAPs. He is former intelligence official David Grush, To his right was Ryan Graves, former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot, and on Grush's left was David Fravor, retired U.S. Navy pilot and commander of the famous Black Aces, a Navy strike fighter squadron. Each had eyewitness accounts about UFO encounters, but David Grush repeatedly said he could not discuss classified evidence that would prove his UFO, UAP claims, unless the discussion was in a SCIF, spelled S-C-I-F, an acronym for Sensitive Compartmented Information Facility, which would not be public. So the hearing ended up with a lot more questions than answers. But David Grush did say on the record that, quote, non- human biologics have been found close quote implying the u.s government has hard physical evidence of extraterrestrial biological entities perhaps both dead and alive and some perhaps biological and others artificial a month later on july 28 2023 i received a proton mail quote Linda, there has been a large posting on the ATS Above Top Secret website backing up David Grush's statements and claims. Then it was put on Reddit in the early morning of July 28, 2023, before it was taken down only three hours later. I got these screenshots before it was gone, close quote. Here's Reddit, at 1.21 a.m. on July 28, 2023, where the red arrow is. Quote, This is a comment on a YouTube video that was recently uploaded by a body language analyst looking for anomalies in David Grush's recent interview. The comment has since been deleted, but I did the service of collecting screenshots because I knew it wouldn't stay up many online sleuths believe the comment to have been made by major general john a allen jr a u.s air force major general who serves as commander of the air force installation and mission support center in san antonio texas the mission support center's job is quote to ensure the air force and space force Have the capable power projection platforms they need to execute their missions. I am sharing this content with you tonight without knowing for certain it's General Allen who did the Reddit posting. But here is the first of a series of 16 paragraphs on eight black and white screenshots that were briefly posted in the Reddit comments by a J dot Allen, after midnight on July 28, 2023, and taken down only three hours later. The Reddit comments begin, quote, As a current aero engineer for the U.S. Air Force, 26 years and still going, I can help you decode at least some of this. First, I know that Grush has only limited ability to talk about this subject, He did get clearance to speak to a certain extent, but he must withhold quite a bit in order to avoid very serious law violations. So expect him to be holding back some things he could say, and this also necessitates rephrasing on-the-fly language that he would normally use. Second, this retrieval program is real, and is the most highly classified program in the United States. The program is called Zodiac. And this may or may not come out in the public hearing soon. Take this in when viewing this man's speech, meaning Grush. He is trying to talk to us about the most highly classified project in the world. People have historically died, lost careers, lost family due to this secret. So to say this is stressful to talk about would be an understatement. Third, when Gruss shook his head talking about the spacecraft and alien, it's because we don't really think this is what they are but this term is in common use publicly and is as close as we can describe the phenomena to the general public and be understood. These are much more than spacecraft. They are transmedium interdimensional craft, to the best of our knowledge. And on the alien aspect, this is just the easiest term that we have because we don't really know for sure, but this term is pretty close— At present, we consider most of these beings to be advanced, biological, AI, or manufactured beings. Lastly, I can tell you from my own experience while on duty, these are real. I can tell you this because I was present on two occasions where these craft were above our base watching us. I wasn't read into this program. I can only tell you... I was there on two occasions, kind of happenstance, and they are as real as the nose on your face. Comments. Due to these persistent questions in response to my post, how am I able to talk about these things openly, including the project name and so forth? Also, why don't I come forward as well and prove it type of questions? Question on transmedium and multidimensional and so forth. Transmedium and interdimensional craft. This question keeps repeating, so let me explain transmedium craft and interdimensional very, very basically and briefly. Transmedium means that they can operate in space, earth gravity, earth atmosphere, and underwater without any problem. Space which is a vacuum and exposed to very hot and very cold temperatures, depending on where the sun is, as well as very high levels of radiation and also subject to collision with high-speed meteoroids and space debris when in Earth orbit. That covers space. The non-humans also can operate in the atmosphere without interacting with it. We determine this because the speed these objects are moving relatively is generously thousands of miles per hour, yet we see no friction coefficient that we would expect from the air compression. Quick example, hold your hand out the window of the car at highway speed. You will experience friction pushing your hand around. Now, imagine your car going thousands of miles an hour instead of 70 miles an hour. That would normally create so much friction that a fireball would form at your fingertips. This doesn't happen. So the craft are observed inside our atmosphere, but they don't interact with it. These craft clearly have their own gravity field because they can instantly accelerate, stop, make a 90-degree turn, without any inertial effect. If gravity inertia were to be having an effect, the craft itself would tear apart, and the occupants would be dead far earlier than that. We have seen these craft go straight down from the upper atmosphere right into the ocean with no problem, so they seem to be phased out of our physical dimension in some way, because they don't immediately crash or explode doing this. Comments. Furthermore, they then proceed to move at unbelievably high speed under the water, which is far more dense than atmosphere. Lastly, there are no discernible flight control surfaces on these craft, which are typically, but not in all cases, either a disc shape, a cube shape, or a sphere shape. Finally, touching on the interdimensional aspect, these craft very often just appear out of nowhere. We are not tracking them coming in from outer space and coming down to earth. They tend to just appear. And the descriptions of what this looks like is so far out there, I will refrain from describing it here and now. There is nothing normal about these craft operationally with the science we currently understand. Perhaps the super-secret group working this problem has new and improved physics models based on observation or intelligence, but we are not privy to this in general. This science team has revealed some of the science relative to these observations, but many questions remain. For the science team reference, go to Dr. Hal Putoff and Dr. Eric Davis' comments on these, and you will need to try many different sources to get to these data. Google and Yahoo search actively filter out these guys' names in a search as part of the cover-up. I am completely serious. Use other means if you want to actually find this data comments project code name let me just relay how the project secrecy works if that information is revealed by intention or accident the program immediately is cancelled changes names and often leadership so that it cannot be tracked or possibly more importantly cannot be audited information that comes out into the public sphere can be referenced without reprisal because I or we are not the ones breaking the secrecy on it. Therefore, what I have done here is compile some information to help corroborate Grush's testimony. I am in a place where I just have more situational awareness of these data than most people, so I am being of service to Grush, my U.S. Air Force brother, and you, the public, trying to digest and absorb the information. My personal intent with this message, I have only two goals here, neither of which benefit me in any way. First is to support Grush, as he needs all the support he can get. Second, to provide some extra information to the public so that you can process this, because what comes next is going to cause some psychological distress to a vast majority of the public. The really big questions have yet to be asked, considered, answered, and then absorbed. Comments Best to get prepared mentally now, because soon this new reality is going to be forced on you, which will cause psychological distress for many. Just start digesting these simple things now and it gets much more complex. I have come forward right here. I am also lending support in other forums for Grush, but that is as far as I can go. I will not risk revealing anything classified. I have kept my own story secret for decades and that will not change, period. Also, Grush has a level of safety due to his official position on the Congressional Task Force. His reporting this up the chain to the Inspector General and Congressional oversight. I have no such protection and will support as much as I can on the sidelines to protect my family, myself, and my clearance. And believe me, this is a very real threat. Any of you are welcome to trade places with me and risk yourself and your own family. What do I personally gain here? Last, I have nothing to prove. I will not benefit from this in any way. I have no channel and no way to profit from this. My reward is my continued service to the USA, that is the oath I took, and personally to humanity, to prepare you for what truths are coming. Take this seriously and start processing these things now. You don't have a lot of time before the floodgates open and more revelations come out that are even more shocking. So I am only trying to help. I have zero interest in convincing anyone of anything. That would be completely pointless and a waste of time as you can see in many of the comments below. Feel free to ignore everything. You have free will but you cannot say that you were not informed to open your mind and prepare yourself. Chris Mellon, the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence in the Bill Clinton and George W. Bush administrations, on the night of July 25, 2023, before the House subcommittee hearing, told News Nation, I have been told that we have recovered technology that did not originate on this earth by officials in the Department of Defense and by former intelligence officials." Quote. But internecine warfare persists in the U.S. Pentagon by political forces that do not want Grush or anyone talking about the big truth that other intelligences from other places or dimensions in this cosmos are interacting with Earth and have been for millions of years. For example, in April 2023, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the new head of the Defense Department's All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, known as ARO for short, told the Senate Armed Services Committee that there is, quote, no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity or off-world technology close quote contradicting uh, mr grush mr mellon pushed back by saying there are quote credible witnesses who are in direct conflict with what dr kirkpatrick is saying close quote only a week ago space.com reported that aero the pentagon ufo office unveiled official website for u.s government personnel to report sightings government military science and aerospace insiders since the early 1980s have told me that our government has proof that several different extraterrestrial intelligences have been interacting with earth above and below ground for at least 278 million years, and that we Homo sapien humanoids are the product of extraterrestrial DNA manipulation in already evolving primates such as Homo erectus in Africa 2 million years ago. Whistleblowers have told me that not only have a variety of extraterrestrial intelligences been manipulating Earth life genetically for millennia, But some extraterrestrials also know how to make themselves and their various craft invisible to human eyes, while others manipulate photons and other frequencies to create camouflage that deceive human eyes and minds. For example, one scientist from Sandia Labs in Albuquerque, New Mexico, told me that he was driving parallel to a train track when he saw what he thought were two boxcars parked on a track. Suddenly, the two boxcars rose straight up and sped off high into the sky. He told me he was shocked that the boxcars could so rapidly transform to moving rapidly up into the atmosphere. Recently, I was able to ask a military aerospace source some questions about the confusing go-stop atmosphere of washington's congressional inquiries of what some say is the biggest secret since world war ii my first question why is sean kirkpatrick in the pentagon's arrow program attacking grush so strongly source answer there is an overwhelming amount of individuals, in particular special access programs known as SAPS, that are jumping ship and asking both informal written petitions and through hired legal counsel to enter the whistleblowers protection program in order to push more information about all of this to the public. Most of the younger officers that are involved in these matters mainly from the Navy and Air Force, want this fully investigated and laid bare to the public. More than a handful of these officers have also asked to be assigned to the whistleblower protection program. Most of the senior officers are older and they hold off on the excuse of because of national security. What's boiling under the surface is an internal conflict, actually an outright threat to military order and control because of the overclassification of the UAP phenomenon. Another question from me, well, why isn't Sean Kirkpatrick and company supportive of Grush? Where are the boundary lines in the trench warfare now? Here's another answer. Grush is one of the young guns that put everything, all caps, on the line to do the interview that everyone saw. There's the group that's helping him to push this information to the public forefront, and the older group wants him to shut up or eliminate him from speaking out on this topic. That's as raw as it is, unfortunately, in the climate of public disclosure another question from me who for what reason on july 28th a month ago took down the general allen if it was general allen backing up grush within only three hours of the original posting at reddit and that circles back to why is grush under attack by kirkpatrick and his sidekicks at arrow in the pentagon especially If his senior and if it were General Allen who was supporting Grush my source that is a great question in my opinion I wish I could answer the who part of who took it down so quickly I simply do not have any factual information on that I'm on the fence when it comes to Kirkpatrick Some of the things that he has spoken openly about, I still cannot confirm to this day. It seems to me to be too scripted, some of the information that he is putting out to the public. General Allen is one of the few that is trying to push some of these individuals that have or have had involvement with the UAP phenomena and have asked to be protected from prosecution by entering the whistleblower program. General Allen is the one pushing that agenda so the public could be more informed and aware about what is going on. Linda, I truly believe that the whole damn cover-up is unraveling faster than can be controlled either by force or coercion. Grush is factual when he states people have been harmed and even killed because of this issue and releasing information without the consent of their superiors. David Grush knows way much more than you saw on TV. He is just the beginning, and I can attest to the fact that there are many more people who are going to come forward as Grush did. I personally know of six more that signed into the whistleblower group to bring more information to. The committee members meaning uh, senator Burchett and others trying to put this in front of the public through congressional hearings that are public if major Allen is the original source of the ATS and the reddit postings even he sounds limited in his knowledge of the UAP UFO phenomena leaving me wondering who or what makes decisions about what the public can be told. Where are the ultimate power brokers of Earth? Where, and, and, and why is it that we still have this feeling that we still are not hearing from those that are at the very top, the very apex of everything for centuries that have been covered up? why is it necessary to do that still going into 2023 and 2024 and on that note dear ian in the united kingdom welcome back to alive earth files and i wonder if you could post to the chat viewers what they think about those questions
0: Yes, well, we'll throw it out to the chat viewers right now. But thank you, Linda. Thank you for that presentation. It's great to be back with you and it's great to have you back. All of our audience are very happy to have you back. And we've got a worldwide audience here tonight stretching right across the United States and Canada uh, into South America and Central America. Also, many people here from Europe and uh, as far afield as Vietnam, Jamaica and uh, and Nicaragua, uh, Chile, etc.
1: Good. I'm so glad to hear that. But I feel that what I'm uh, tonight, I'm just at the very top of an iceberg that continues to be puzzling. And I would be very curious to see, Ian, what the comments and questions are from the audience tonight about what seems to me really important information that I have been able to at least share uh, for the audience up to this point.
0: Well, it's fascinating to hear the new terminology or the the terminology being used there, uh, such as transmedium and interdimensional craft and advanced biological AI beings. And Moonbird kicks off straight away with a question for you. Okay. He says, of the non-human intelligence material coming out, how much do you believe accounts for trans or ultra-dimensional visitation versus true extraterrestrial contact?
1: It is such an important question and I was talking with a colleague of mine about exactly this about a week or two ago. Oh. For so long, starting with World War II and evolving through the uh, headline in Roswell, the crash, July 8, 1947, and on, were all of the arguments about whether everything were play dummies, what, what was the phenomena, from a hard uh, point of view, hard matter point of view. And through the decades, it's only been in the last, I think, three or four years that there have been headlines having to do with other dimensions, uh, exits and entrances, black holes. Are we in a holographic universe? And what I mean is those were ideas that may have been introduced by a certain individual or individuals pieces of time but nothing like what is happening right now and that I have had more discussions with people in the abduction syndrome science and engineering about the question of other dimensions and when I did the truth hunter with Tim from Germany. One of the most fascinating parts of our discussion for me was his talking about the reality of other dimensions, not something like poetry in a book, but this it, that the other dimensions are the structure of the big cosmos that we are in that has this universe and who knows how many other universes, and that each universe may have three trillion galaxies. The size, the scope, is not easy to even discuss but the idea of dimensions whether it is 9 10 11 12 or another number of dimensions it has come up in very sophisticated physics and the whole ufo extraterrestrial human abduction the human abductees, going back decades, were probably the first trying to describe that something was happening, or that they have left a bedroom with shadows and light, and then they're in something that they describe as scintillating, a uh, strange atmosphere, a lot of all white of uh, various uh, colors, different shapes. well. Are going with a homo sapien mind, eye, ear into a completely other dimension, and let's just say for the sake of having a discussion on the, at least the same playing board, that a dimension has a specific combination suite of frequencies. We're in the third the fourth fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth that are described by some people including Tim from Germany as existing, what would be the great differences and what would happen if a three-dimensional matter, blood, nerve, homo sapien were just plucked from the third dimension and put into the fourth or the fifth or the sixth? Maybe that's not possible and that the only way for the transport and the kind of very eerie strange environments that can be described when you're talking with a person who feels like that they've been to another dimension that something that is done that protects the human going to a new dimension but somehow they are allowed to see with eyes and ears and come back and talk about solid white rooms, but you could see planes, you could see distances, you could see something, and we can't understand. We don't even have the language for it. So I think that we're we're standing right now on this very important ground. We are not alone in the universe, and we have got to get through it so that governments and political people and scientists and engineers and uh, all of those that have firsthand knowledge, that we will move into a new world where news about other intelligences in other parts of this matter universe and even in other dimensions can be part of the human evolution instead of Living on a planet that for millennia, this entire huge other truth or truths have been denied. And we are now at 2023, still not having dialogues that are honest about what is interacting with Earth. What are these extremely advanced technologies that can move from high down into an ocean and back up? Can stop on a dime can turn 90 degrees all of the things that the technology has now been described officially by the pilots that have appeared now in a house subcommittee hearing and let's hope that what is going to happen is that whatever the internecine warfare is about whatever the push go stop go stop go stop that seems to be so strange That we're not hearing from uh senator uh, or representative Burchett and others about okay we're going to have more subcommittee hearings and they're going to be dates and we're going to talk about these subjects instead of a constant and persistent evolution things keep going in little spurts and the spurts keep being clobbered by somebody so we're in kind of a mixed bag of what is true, even about those that are testifying firsthand. And if it's on purpose, in order to pull the rug out from under absolute credibility, it's not fair. And David Grush doesn't deserve it, and no one does who has been trying to come and support uh, someone like Representative uh, Burchett uh, to. To open up facts and truths but if everything is going to constantly need the skiff the room that you go into and the only people who can be in there are those who have a high classification a confidential uh, top secret and above top secret in SCI how are we ever going to as a population on earth learn the truth and that seems to me to be the go, stop, go, stop, push, pull, push, pull. So for all of you in all the countries, all of the provinces, all of the states, in spite of a time in which we seem to be going through such a bucking horse on climate and the various uh, war machines that are still functioning, I still think that if more and more people everywhere could start asking whoever their political entities are questions about UFO UAPs the phenomena that have been described and discussed and the kind of the big question about the strategy about this planet who or what has the power to keep the Pentagon In check let that echo in your mind for a minute so I hope uh, and and I hope that you will let Ian know in in the computer I hope that you found found that tonight uh, coming back after uh, the whole vacation away that this was a very interesting summary to focus us and that this is the time now going into our fall of 2023 for everybody to ask their representatives at the state level, at the uh, Washington DC level, more and more and more questions that lets Washington know that people are intelligent, they are paying attention that they have information and they want a whole lot more about what is actually going on with other intelligences interacting with our planet. So I hope we're finally going to get some kind of a breakthrough headline in the next few months that would at least collapse all the lies down to a a new, we'll call it a new uh, landscape in which we are all being educated together and not separated or killed over information about other life in this universe and its technology and what is happening on our beautiful earth planet that needs so much help itself. On that note, Ian, I'm curious what other comments people themselves are making.
0: Oh, well, there's lots of comments in the in the uh, chat, and we've just uh, got over 3,000 people watching live now, Linda. Oh, well. I'm
1: so glad. So, hey, feel an agape hug from me.
0: We have a full house tonight. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy Mack talks about having a dream of three 10-foot aliens with mantis heads herding people onto trains. It's one of several different experiences that people have, or, or dreams perhaps of some future event and this is referenced by comedy exposure who says do you know anything about the 2027 event that whistleblowers speak of uh we also hear from um, jessica rodriguez who says i believe something big is about to happen to humanity very soon and rosanna rigby says i also believe something big is happening soon so people are feeling that something is going to happen do you know anything about this
1: which has been a theme of ours now for two or three years actually but when it comes to the government sources or military sources who have talked about 26 or 27 being uh, something that they were introduced to through controlled remote viewing or a briefing what i've had associated half a dozen times with 26 and 27 is the shall we call it a concept perhaps it will be a future reality but for now let's call it a concept of a micro nova in our Sun that our Sun is in an agitated state in this particular decade and that something will happen that it will I'm going to say prominences from a very active Sun Could get very close to the earth and maybe there would be some damage some interaction magnetic maybe whole grids would come down something of that magnitude uh, I have heard from many different people for quite a while about those particular years and that's why I go there I don't I don't have proof Um, I also am very interested in what you just said about, if I understood that a a person was having a dream or an image of two praying mantises standing outside of some kind of a non-human craft and ushering humans into the craft, did I understand that correctly or not?
0: It's actually, uh, Jimmy Mack says, it was a dream of three 10 foot tall aliens with mantis heads herding people onto trains, but trains Train. are often seen, like, like the boxcars and, and etc. as a screen memory for something, maybe a craft that will perhaps evacuate people or something like that.
1: But what is not very common are uh, praying mantises that would be taller than eight feet uh, throughout the last uh, 40 years in discussions with people about the strange praying manis. They are almost always described, and people compare it to the ceiling of the room they're in. I've I've had that happen many times. Uh, And there are like eight-foot ceilings, kitchens, various rooms. I know it can be higher, but uh, when you have a lot of people who have compared the height of the praying mantis that they have been standing in front of, uh, and they're doing it because they have a house or a garage or something, It's interesting that it usually is eight feet, which would make the ten foot uh, even more strange. What are they?
0: Okay, well, perhaps he can give us a bit more information about what what he's actually seeing. Um, We're getting a lot of other other um, messages coming in from people. Well, sort of uh, contacts. People are are reporting, for example. Christopher Alexander says, if the many thousands of us children in the 1950s who were taught to keep quiet about our experiences had instead been heard, our culture would be in a very different place.
1: Yes, I understand that very sad, uh, so almost inevitable insight that if in the 1940s and 1950s, I go back to the 40s because I think Hitler Adolf Hitler was dealing with extraterrestrials. I think his descriptions about Aldebaran were, from his point of view, something that was a reality. And that there, from World War II and all of the complexities there, it would have been no one talk about it. No, no adults talk, no children, no one learns anything. And the sensitivities of people Feeling that they were holding in this huge secret about other non humans and a war like World War II and Adolf Hitler and his particular goals, and then evolving through the decades to where we are now with so many people afraid at deep, deep levels to say anything acknowledge anything how how much damage in a strange way has that done to the global population that would have been different if there had never been such a huge worldwide cover-up because it is a worldwide cover-up and that is a fascinating question but on the other end of it, it is also extremely sad because we seem to be at a time now where the friction between those that are trying to govern at this difficult time and the populations of people there there is huge huge tension and i'm afraid a lot of disrespect and that can't bode well for a future we need something strong that would bring us All together as humans the the observation of another being as a fellow human the agape love and you look at the world now and you can't imagine that ever happening on a global scale and yet I think that that was part of the original evolutionary goal and now what would happen if some of the beings that are described at least as not being hostile, such as the tall whites and at least one or two species of Nordics, if they were introduced as having a deep interest in the positive evolution of the Earth, not to hurt us, not anything having to do with advanced technology in wars, but literally because they have a vested interest in Earth and in the evolution of humanoids or wherever you want to go back to where it began, uh, that we're, we happen to be one of the experiments. I have no question about that. But that doesn't make me afraid of them. It doesn't make me feel like we have to go, oh, God, nobody can know that. I personally think uh, humans are are more intelligent and have a deeper interest in the truth because they know we are drowning in so many lies in so many directions. We're living on a planet of lies. We need to get a new landscape that is telling the truth to everybody all at once. And then maybe we would have a chance to evolve as a world and not all of these. I want to kill you because. So it's, it's just berserk now, it feels to me. Okay, Ian.
0: Okay, I want to acknowledge our super chats and our generous audience tonight. Uh, so here we go. First off, it's Moonbird. Welcome back, Moonbird. And Shelley O. Mark Petrie. Digital Gypsy, Terry D, Justin Comedy Exposure, Caroline Boyce, LeeQ.com, Rebecca Cole, Lorraine Enman-Eldred, and Patty London. Thank you very much. Oh,
1: thank you, everybody. Your support means everything. And um, I urge those of you who have been afraid to reach out to know that uh, I, I respect confidences Um, I urge anybody in the audience who's military, aerospace, medicine, uh, you all who are citizens who have had abductions, interactions, experiences, that you can communicate with me. I honor all requests for confidentiality. And if we do something that you would give me permission to do it public, uh, that's another, I think, gain of doing the Earth Files YouTube channel. Because the more we can learn from people who are not constrained by rules and laws in military and uh, other uh, we'll, we'll say, those that are involved and have had to sign non-disclosure agreements up the kazoo. there are so many people that have uh, straightforward interactions with other intelligences in ways that would benefit all of us if we could hear. So uh, the U.S. Mail, uh, Proton Mail, FedEx are all good ways to reach me. And then we, I can follow up if you have a phone number. And I always protect everybody, John Smith, Jane Doe, if your name is sensitive. And on, on that whole big question, where are we headed? At this point at the beginning of September 2023 having had let's say short pieces of hearings that have had a a little public tinge of getting a little bit of information quite controlled to a public TV watching audience and what will it take To open it all up to the whole world and I know that one of the other big arguments is that we are on such a bucking horse earth now in terms of politics and war and that that makes the United States that has so much knowledge not want anything to go out that would be shared by its enemies in the human world but if we never get past that then we're never going to be a world of humans. And that's what my prayer is for. I think we have the potential to be so extraordinary if we could just become an evolutionary force of humanity that recognizes something in each being, my fellow human being, and you would never want to kill them and you would not want war and somehow it seems like we're in a very murky place now where there's not a vision there isn't a consensus of a goal on planet earth and the evolution of humans it seems very chopped up like the timeline is very chopped up and from all of the things that have been written just in the last year or two about the universe is conscious the consciousness of humanity uh, focused on a goal of love and light and evolution and peace we could make that happen even with the Putin's I really strongly feel that and I I know that a lot of you do, do too But there is a reason to keep trying to evolve to truth and fact and I think that is the the big box okay Ian uh, any more comments questions about the whole issue of uh, Grush coming forward uh, speaking a lot of truth and then uh, being sort of slapped down by the arrow office in the Pentagon.
0: Well, Justin says, have we gotten anywhere since the Congress hearing? And uh, have you seen, can you comment, Linda, about the Pentagon video showing UFOs releasing what appear to be drones?
1: I have heard about it uh, in in this month that I took off, which was really important. Um, I was not really doing a lot of uh, reading, working on the UFO phenomena. I had to do a lot of other things. So uh, I've heard about it, uh, people have written about and Ian, if you have seen it, why don't you describe the drones?
0: Yeah, I, I think what we'll have to do is, uh, again, it's like all of these, if, if we have the chance to look at it and then we can perhaps come back with some analysis perhaps uh, in the following program.
1: Yes, uh, I'd be more than happy to do that. And if you haven't seen it, is there anybody right now in our chat who may have seen that video who could write what the drones look like?
0: Yeah, give us a a mention, let us know in the chat what what you think. Uh, Meanwhile, people are saying, for example, Tracy Murray says, I'm really curious about psychological stress or harm that may come about when hearing more truths. And LeekU.com says we as the people have a right to know it feels criminal to withhold back information from the public echoing your views there, Linda.
1: Well, in the question in our promo for the show tonight, will the US Air Force be coming forth now with more new UAP UFO information that will make people feel very uncomfortable? Essentially, that's the promo question Um, with that logo of the uh, U.S. Air Force uh, office that has the gray hand underneath the earth in that logo. And it raises the question all the way around deeply, even what is the true um, representation of the gray hand uh, touching the earth? Or grasping at the earth and that's why uh, it seems to me we need so much more of the fravers and graves and grushes talking about their firsthand experiences and if possible uh, getting permission to use more video Uh, it's it's stop start stop start stop start and I still feel that we could have some kind of evolutionary opening up of all of this with video with photographs with testimony that uh, is not going to uh, harm the industries and agencies that are trying to keep everything from our perceived enemies it would be the way we would start teaching humans about other intelligences that are very advanced and the videos, uh, we, we get a little bit and there's a little bit of explanation and most of it has been the awe of something that can be way high up uh, beyond the earth and then being tracked and come straight down into the ocean, uh, things coming out of the ocean and doing all of these technologies that we as humans are not building and cannot do. At this point but if everything stays at the awe factor then we're not learning about the intelligence that has made this technology and that we we as a human family that fights with itself we need to know the truth about the intelligences behind the technologies in order to grow and evolve. And the videos, the good ones, that are actually showing structure, showing us uh, shapes with people that I know, know a lot more about what it is, why can't we just get honest, deep discussions? That's my hope and my prayer that this will begin to actually become substantive. Um, just one more uh, question, Ian, um, is there anybody who has, that you have seen now in the chats and the questions, who have uh, implied that they might have hard information about why David Grush would make um, an, will say, opening up a little bit what must be a huge, huge pool of information that he has. And the very next day, the Pentagon, Sean Kirkpatrick, uh, basically saying in pushback that there's no evidence of extraterrestrials. And if they're arguing about what is an extraterrestrial versus an uh, an intelligent robot versus a biological robot versus all of that, if, if they are going to keep tying us up because they uh, are using strict definitions just to buy time that is going to be even more frustrating we need to know what the what the government has uh, which type what who are friends who are allies who are hostile so we can grow up uh, more on this planet and hopefully uh, while we're growing up and Beginning to be introduced to other intelligences. We would stop Wanting to fight each other and we might even see the, the advantage of doing anything we can To balance all of the environmental factors of this dear planet earth so that we don't lose earth our only home currently in the process of moving from A civilization global that has been denied facts about its relationship to the universe around us for thousands millions of years and right now we are at some kind of a line in the road and you can see pieces across the line if we could just see the whole truth on the other side of the line it might help everybody that's my prayer and we are at the end of tonight i thank you for coming back so much after i had a much needed uh, vacation and that next week i have another fascinating subject to share with you i love you guys